Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ambassador's Creed podcast. I am Pastor Marcus Treadwell. Let's get started. Hey, everybody, this is Pastor Marcus, and I am so excited that you have decided to join in and listen to our weekly podcast entitled The Ambassador's Creed. It is my vision for this podcast to share with you not only my personal testimony throughout our time together, but also to give you a few quick nuggets that can hopefully you can apply to your life and become a better ambassador, a representative of Christ. Uh, it is said that, you know, the church, we get so hooked on, you know, the checking the box of going to church or putting on our uniforms and singing in the choir or putting on our robes and getting up and preaching in front of people. But the question is, do you really live what you preach, what you teach and what you sing about? So the goal here is to go through a few things, discuss a few real life situations, and hopefully through the word of God, we can encourage you uh, through the Holy Spirit to truly have a desire to live more like Christ. Uh, it's all about your relationship with God. It's not about the religion or your traditional um, uh, uh, things that you do at church. It's all about your relationship with God. Who are you? When you leave church, who are you after the benediction? And that's what we hope to cover on this podcast. In this season of my life, a little bit about myself. I am the founding pastor of Ambassadors for Christ Outreach Ministries here in Chicago, Illinois, 2311 North Pulaski Road. Yes, you heard it here. We are having church in a building called the Miracle Center. I'm telling you, it's truly a God sin. And we, we love God for all the things and the doors he's opened up. Uh, and what I've been teaching and what I've been really focusing on uh, in my church and with our the people that God has given me is to truly hone in on our actions, on our thinking patterns, what comes out of our mouths, teaching people how to truly take control of this thing we call Christianity. Uh, and, I, and you'll hear it time and time again. Uh, I'm not one uh, to give you kudos points just because you show up to church. I truly want to see a change happening in your life. And it may not mean uh, that you're going to go from wearing jeans in church to putting on a clergy collar. No, it, but I want to see some internal change. I want to see you making better decisions in life. I want to see you surrounding yourself with like-minded people that are willing and ready to pursue all that God has for them. Are you truly living in your purpose? That's what I do this for. And that's what this podcast is all about. Today, uh, I was thinking about what I want to talk about for the first podcast. And this really came to mind and it hit me. Uh, here it is. It's okay to be weak. Do you hear me? If you're listening to this, take a moment. It is okay for you to be weak. A lot of times we go to church, we put on this facade and we quote all these scriptures and we run around the church and we talk about I decree and declare and that everything is going to be all right. And we pray, we spit, we levitate, we glow. We do all of these uh, um, extracurricular activities inside the worship experience. But I want to truly talk to the heart of the people today. It is OK for you 
to be weak. I don't know about you, but I've experienced some times in my life where I just did not want to get up in the morning. I did not want to pursue all that God has for me. I did not want to preach. I did not want to sing his praises. I did not want to read my word. And I'm a preacher. Yeah, I'll say it uh, for real. You know, it's not every day that preachers wake up and they want to go and pursue God. It's just something that, you know, uh, uh, it's just how we are. We're human just like you are. Uh, so it's okay to be weak. It's okay to wake up in the morning and say, God, I need you. God, I desire more of you. God, I really need you to show up in my life. I feel like I'm at my end's rope. And a lot of time, you know, uh, when we're around church folk, we got to put on this 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 Superman cape. You know, we got to be the one that's praying for everybody. We got to be the one that's prophesying and and preaching God's word and laying hands for people and going to see about the sick. Uh, but truly, if you're working in ministry, you have to know it's OK for you to be weak. I really love uh, this song by Ricky Dillard. Uh, he's a, a national or international rather gospel artist, uh, Ricky Dillard, and he pins a song called Be Weak. And in this first verse, he says it like this. He says, sometimes you wear a smile on your face to disguise that you're in pain and you feel there is no one who understands, but know that God knew all along there will be times you won't be strong. So place all your problems in his hands. In your time of weakness, he says in the chorus, his strength is made perfect. Do you hear me? In your time of weakness, his strength is made perfect. Watch this. God's grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. God's grace is sufficient. It's okay for you to be weak. Look, no one expects you to wake up every morning and be 100% ready to move forward. No one expects you uh, to win every single battle. No one expects you to not cry. No one expects you to be strong all the time. And if you are in a place where uh, people are putting that kind of weight on you, you need to put a hand in their face and say, you know what? I'm human. You know what? I need to grieve sometimes. You know what? I need to deal with me. I need to build myself up. I need to make sure that I'm in the right mental state so that I can continue to pursue what God has for me. And I've truly uh, been really dealing with that right now just to share, you know, a little bit about what's happening in my life. You know, my mother has been dealing with cancer for a little over three years now, uh, and she has been a trooper, y'all. She has been a complete trooper, a super woman. I mean, nothing, nothing can stop this woman from moving and operating and being the best mom, the best wife, the best support system, the best minister she could be. I mean, she is on top of her game. And just lately, uh, she's fallen to some issues, um, with, uh, what is it? Her, her, um, her kidneys, and her lungs and it really took her uh into some 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 uh deep places where she's she's not feeling like she wants to to keep fighting and not to say she wants to die or anything like that but she's tired y'all she's tired you know and after 
being a great support system of six children for all these years, I can understand that, right? I can understand that she gets tired and things like that. And for me, as her pastor, as her son, I see what she's dealing with. I understand her pain. And for me, it, it's taking a toll on me because I want to be strong, you know, and I, and I keep the faith and I continue to pray. And I tell my brothers and sisters that God is going to make a way because that, you know what? I truly believe that I am the person that reads these 66 books called the Holy Bible. And I don't just do it just because it sounds good, but I do it because I truly believe the words that are jumping off the page at me. I believe when it says that God can do anything but fail when it says that our God is all powerful and he can heal those uh, whom he seems deems uh, fit and so on and so forth. And it describes how Jesus walked upon the earth for three years in ministry and healed the sick and raised the dead and made the lame uh, walk and the dumb talk and all of these wonderful miracles that he did. So when I pray and I decree and I declare out of my mouth that God is going to do it, he's going to heal my mom, that he's going to restore her uh, strength and all this stuff. I believe when I say that, you know, and lately uh, I've, I've been feeling some kind of way, you know, I've been feeling like, you know, uh, sometimes that God doesn't hear my prayers. I feel like, you know, I'm not praying the right stuff. I feel like I ought to get in my word more like I'm insufficient. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel as though and somebody is listening to this have felt this way that nothing's progressing. So what do you do? What do you do when you realize that you're weak? What do you do when you realize uh, you've prayed all the best prayers that you can possibly pray? You've you studied your word of God. You've checked all the boxes. But for some reason, your life seems to not be progressing. What do you do? And I find this uh, word in Second Corinthians um, from the Apostle Paul, chapter 12, verses 10. It says, that is why. For Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. Paul says here, he says, I am happy in my weaknesses in my, and when people insult me and when I find myself going through hardships, no matter what kind of hardships there are, in persecution, when people are beating up on me, uh, in difficult times, anybody ever felt like that? He says, here it is. For when I am weak, then I am strong. He talks about how in his weakest moments in his life, the God inside of him is strong. And that is so encouraging to understand that we serve a God that never leaves us where we are. He is always in the fight right with us. He has us in his hands. He's holding our situation, holding our circumstances in his hands. And as long as he has control over everything, everything's going to be all right. And I'm excited about that. It, it, it rejuvenates my faith. It encourages me to keep fighting because I understand that when I am weakest, God's strength is made perfect. You've got to have faith no matter what. That doesn't mean that you're going to be weak, that you're not going to be weak. It doesn't mean that you're going to you're not going to have some downtimes, but your faith 
must stand strong. If you don't, if you don't, if that scripture don't quite work for you, what about Isaiah 40 and 28? You know, this is that scripture where everybody likes to shout on. So let me give you a quick praise break. Starting in verse 28, uh, he, he reads like this. He says, How's, has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, watch this, the creator of the ends of the earth, the one that stepped out onto nothing and created something, fainteth not neither is he weary our god never gets tired there is no searching of his understanding he giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might guess what he does he gives you strength even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall but here is the excitement here is the turnaround here is the 180 that god is about to allow us to experience in our weak moments but they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up on wings as eagles they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint I don't know if you're still listening, but I want to encourage each and every one of you, even though you may be feeling weak, even though you feel like you want to give up, keep the faith, keep striving, keep pushing, keep seeking God's face in every single storm and watch how he gives you the strength to get through your situation. My, my most favorite story in the Bible is when the disciples find themselves on the boat in the middle of a storm. And the Bible says that Jesus comes and walks on the water and the disciples get scared. And they figure they thought it was a ghost. And uh, Jesus says, you know, it is I, Jesus. And Peter, the bold one, he goes, well, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come unto you. Peter understood that I may be in my storm situation, but if God is on the water, he's standing on my storm telling me to believe that it's him, see that it's him. I'm going to try him by what he's saying. So Peter says, if it's you, Lord, bid me to come. And Jesus says one word. He says, come. And immediately the Bible says that Peter stepped out on the boat out of the boat and stepped onto water and began to walk towards Jesus. What I love about this scripture is because Jesus says one word, come. He not only gives uh, Peter access and authority to get out of the boat, but he also speaks to the winds, the waves, and the water. And he says, I need you to create a solid ground so that my disciple can walk and get to where I am. Isn't it amazing that we serve a God that can say one word and give us authority and speak to our storm and tell it it must behave? I don't know if this excites you, but it definitely excites me. It invigorates me to keep moving. Today is your day to continue to have faith. Today is your day to speak to yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I can do this. I can get to, through this. And matter of fact, I will get through this. I serve a God that specializes in making all things possible. I pray that this uh, has been something that will encourage someone on today. I pray that this encourages and moves you to continue to listen to the Ambassador's Creed podcast. And I just want to leave with this. We're going to leave with this every single time we get off a podcast. I want you to repeat this to yourself. This is my moment. This is my time. This is my season of manifestation.
be blessed, and go be great.